Yo, what up, what up, what up? This is the Lazy Philosopher Podcast, and we are back in the building. And one of the things I'm going to discuss with you today is having a realistic self-concept. And what that means is that a lot of people actually don't have what I call a precise view of themselves. I had an instance with somebody in my life where they believe that they have a very... Um, a very precise insight on who they are, but actually a lot of that, that belief itself, the belief that they believe that they are above their own self-deception makes them easy to deceive. And I see this most commonly um, manifest. Hold on one second, let me drink some coffee. <clears throat> I see this most commonly manifest in people who identify as being real. Um, I always joke I'm I'm fake as fuck. Um, and I do this in part because I am. I'm fake. Um, I, we all are, but I'm fake. And that way, that in weird paradoxically, that gives me a relationship with myself to be real. And what that means is, is that I am looking for how I'm being fake always. I don't just assume that I'm being real because then I end up, you know, over time, you, I end up basically self-deceiving. None of us transcend self-deception. That's the problem with so many yogis, gurus, and all these things. They, they learn the right things to say, but when... You learn enough of the right things to say. And one of the best examples of this is Alan Watts. Alan Watts had learned a lot of great things to say. Had a lot of really, um, a lot of people gas him up, making him feel like he was important. He also was an alcoholic who beat the shit out of his wife and was a deadbeat dad. Um, he was so much so an alcoholic that I think that's what was the early cause of um, expiration of him. I wanted to say expiration instead of kill death. Um, but a lot of people, when they get in self-help, a lot of people, when they get into red pill stuff, a lot of people, period, they just begin to think that they're really real. And they, they built this character around it. And it creates a wall of perception. And so what you want to always do is you want to look at how, how am I self-deceiving in this moment? Right? What am, how, what am I afraid to look at within myself? How am I a manifestation of the things that I critique? What is the real reason why I am avoiding doing work? And stay away from charitable framings. And what I mean by that is like, there's ways we can frame things that aren't not true, but they are also not the truth. And it's, that's a very nuanced point. Last year, I didn't produce much content at all. I was working on big projects, got a lot of them done. They're paying off. Great. I wasted more time last year than I've wasted any other time in my life. And I got a lot done. I have a lot of receipts for last year, right? I passed the bar. I wrote a book. I shot my course, got it uploaded, got sales material done for all that. that, that, that all those things did take time open for Bill Burr, all those things, those things are, are, are shiny events. But when push comes to shove, how much of the day I actually wasted, how much of how many times I could have done what I'm doing with you guys right now, 
literally limitless. I, I, I wasted so much time last year, but I was self-deceiving because I created a, a narrative about myself where I was like, oh, I'm getting so much done. Look how much I've gotten done. And I got stuff done, but I could have done more. So even, even though there were things that I was getting done, the problem was that I could have gotten more done. And I was hiding behind the fact that I had some achievements last year as an excuse to validate my lack of activity. And so you have to always be inspecting yourself for things like that. And you have to be inspecting yourself constantly. And this is the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is you are not supposed to be confident 100% of the time. The reason is because to be confident 100% of the time is to be delusional to an extent or to act in a way that's imprecise or to not be self-reflective. You need moments of anxiety, of, of, of uncertainty to catapult you to another level. My friends who are always confident grow the slowest. I'll repeat that again. My friends who percentage point of the time are the most confident grow the slowest. And the reason is, is because their self-trust doesn't accentuate the fact that there are things that they need to work on very honestly, to get what they need. And this confidence becomes a, a layered delusion. Now people are like, well, that's not real. The thing is, things can slide from being confidence into something else. Nothing is static in terms of our self-perception. <clears throat> and um, yeah, it's eerie. And what you have to be most aware of is when validation gets stripped from you, you want to always, you know how people talk about their streams of income. You want to talk about what are my streams of validation? What, what is shaping how I am feeling my self-concept? Everybody's like, you should validate yourself. You shouldn't need validation from other people. Well, number one, um, those people are largely liars or half-truthers, or you, it is impossible to be completely self-validated. Um, we are human beings. What you want to do is you want to diversify your portfolio for validation and have a big part of your portfolio be your actions. So for example, a lot of people are like, Will, you are locked in an apartment all day for the last five weeks in a foreign country where you don't have any friends, um, how are you getting along? I'm getting a lot of stuff done, which validates me, right? When I get a lot of things done, that is a form of self-validation. Self-validation isn't repeating mantras in the mirror, even though it's important to have those narratives, you know, to kind of build an infrastructure um, within your mind of value. There are the, the strongest form of self-validation is creating value for yourself. But even then, that only makes up a little bit, like that makes up like maybe 30 to 40%. You got to be aware of how your friends are validating you, which friends are validating you, how much, what kind of validation are you getting from them? What kind of validation do you want? You have to be aware. You have to know this because once one of those streams get cut off or a few of those, when you start to emotionally spiral, you want to not over identify with the feelings or thoughts that come out of that place. You want to be perceptive like, oh, I'm not getting validated in my work atmosphere right now because I'm at home. So that's leading me to make a bunch of decisions or to think a bunch of thoughts that probably are a distortion of reality. Once again, 
comes from not trusting yourself, comes from being always aware that you have the capacity and will self-deceive. It's not so much, I want you to look at self-deception as this. It's not a matter of conquering. It's not something like climbing Mount Everest. It's about cleaning the weeds in your front yard. You want to constantly be surveying for weeds before they get out of control. Because if they get too bad, you're going to need more than just you. You're going to need a whole fucking team to pull out all the weeds and it's going to ruin your yard and you're going to, it's going to not be pretty. So guys, I, I just wanted to share that. You know, I think it's something that we, we don't talk about a lot. To this, uh, I have a tattoo by Nietzsche and I'll, I'll leave off with this. To those human beings who are of any concern to me, I wish suffering, desolation, sickness, ill treatment and indignities. I wish that they remain not unfamiliar with profound self-contempt, the torture of self-mistrust, the wretchedness of the vanquished. I wish for them, I have no pity for them today, because I wish for them the only thing that can prove to them whether one is worthy of anything or not, that one endures. On that note, I say I love you guys from my heart. Um, thanks for sticking with me. Thank you. Um, thank you for dealing with my inconsistent content, my limited microphone capacity, just, you know, from the bottom of my heart, y'all, just thank y'all. And I appreciate you for giving me the privilege of giving you my thoughts. Godspeed and good night.